you guys. Hope you all are doing well and staying healthy during this crazy time. Today's episode is super special because before COVID-19, I was interviewed by the stunning Amanda Smith, who is not only one of my fitness clients and close friends, but she's also the founder of a local ambitious female community called Dallas Girl Gang. In this episode, we talk about my story and why I'm so passionate about fitness, and I also provide some tips and tricks to help you in your own fitness journey. All right, let's dive on into the episode. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. Okay, so we're recording in um, my office at Work Suites, and we just worked out. I just worked out. Yeah, you worked out real hard. Kick in. It was great. I was sick last week a little bit, and then we're. I got back into the swing event this week, and it's been awesome. This is so fun. I love being able to record in person. Yeah, it's amazing. It's my favorite because it's like it just gets a more authentic feel. But, okay, Michelle, tell everybody who you are and what you do. Yeah. um, Hey, guys. My name is Michelle Stallings. I am an online fitness and lifestyle coach, and I help ambitious, busy women lose weight without sacrificing their work or social lives. It is the best. That is literally what, like, attracted me to you the most. Is that the way you... Yeah. Is that the way you're going to and yeah, I'm, I'm so excited because this has been such a process and, and journey. We were just talking about like, you know, what it's been like over the last five, six weeks of yeah. me doing this program with you. So for those of you who are listening, um, I'm going through Michelle's nine week program myself. Yep. Um, and it's been such a huge game changer. And I really want to get into like, why do you work with the types of women that you do? Yeah. And you know, not necessarily why you don't work with other types of women, but <laughs> why do you work with ambitious women? So tell us first, like you have a day job. Yes. So tell us about that. And you do this on the side. I do. Yeah. Um, so I, I am a corporate trainer at a software company. I've been there for about six years. Um, and um, that's what I do by day, I guess you mm-hmm. could say. And then on the evenings and during the weekends, I am the online fitness coach yeah. uh, for you lovely type of ladies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's funny. Um, whenever I was first kind of dancing with the idea of starting my own, you know, side hustle, doing the online coaching, mm-hmm. uh, my husband, Tony, he laughs at me because, you know, by day I have my corporate training. So basically what I do is I lead classes of like 20 people, uh, for about four hours, if not more per day, five days a week. And so you would think, you know, being, you know, a trainer, you would be exhausted by the end of the day. But um, <laughs> it was, I mean, you would know as a teacher, like yeah. being, exerting yourself and having that energy, um, you never know how tired you could get afterwards. Yeah. Um, but my husband makes fun of me because I always leave that job so inspired to, because of the people that I helped while I was there, mm-hmm. that when I get home, I can't turn it off. <laughs> like I literally cannot turn it off. And so um, I hop up in bed and then I just get on my laptop and I just write out workouts or I, 
you know, send fitness plans or I like send ideas and snack Mm -hmm. ideas and stuff like that. And so, and great content too. Like, thank you. I think you really, there's not a lot of people who can really help motivate you. I think motivation just has to happen for yourself, but like you are very motivating because you show up every single day and you're super consistent. Thank you. It's It's great. It's just a huge passion. Um, I think, you know, something that just motivates me is seeing others succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, so the program that Amanda is going through yes. is my nine-week Ambitious and Fit program. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's broken out into three different phases. It is the do-it phase, so implementing the actual habits for the first three weeks. Then there's a feel-it phase, and that's where you actually start to feel the inner changes. And then the very last phase for the last three weeks is the see-it, so seeing um, all of the hard work that you put into it transformed to the outside of yeah. your body. And so Amanda is currently in phase two and it's crushing it. Yeah. But what's cool is that whenever I watch my clients go through the nine weeks, watching them transform from A to B is just out of this world. It's yeah. the most incredible feeling and it just makes me want to do more and more. And so really it's you guys that push me and motivate me to be consistent too. So yeah. it's been great. Well, and and I would say, like, you are one of the biggest cheerleaders for your clients. And I, but I think you would be like that anyways. Yeah, I think mean, that's I pretty think, much that. That's right. Just your personality. And I, I can't tell you how much it's cha- been a game changer for someone who, and I think this is probably true of a lot of your clientele, they're struggling and they're in a rough place. Yeah. And having someone... Besides their husband or their partner or a friend or family support them, having someone be their cheerleader is so huge. Definitely. You are more excited about my progress <laughs> or like anything I have to say than maybe your own. Like yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, Amanda finishes a workout and sends me a picture of it. And I'm like, yes, like <laughs> freaking out. It's just so. It's so good because I love holding everybody else accountable because mm-hmm. I know what's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, we so, know how hard it is. Yeah. And I would say, um, you know, the reason why I work with the women that I do, just to answer your earlier question, yeah. is based on my own fitness journey, I would say about six years ago, um, I had started my job. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody, when they leave college, they have this you know, they kind of gained a little, I don't know if it's for everybody, but I gained like the initial weight of like leaving college and going into a new job. It's very common. I think I gained like the bad 20 pounds Mm -hmm. and, um, and it was just because I worked 8am to 6pm and then I had a commute for 30 minutes and then I had so many things going on and it was, it was just, it went downhill. I didn't have a gym home. I was just making friends. And then in order to make friends, I had to go to happy hours and, and there's chips and there's, no, there's food and oh, drinks. The company was supplying like the best food on the planet earth. And I already told you that my weakness is chocolate covered almonds. So I dove <laughs> head first into all of that. And, and when it's free, you're like, why not? Exactly. <laughs> and it was just, um, it was one of those things where I then like got into this hole and I, it, it, it was just crazy because I was like, I don't have any time. I'm so busy and I'm miserable, but yet I'm having these body image issues and I'm, mm. I'm losing, I'm falling out of love with myself. And mm. it was really tough. And I was like, okay, so, you know, you kind of like go through this flow of, okay, like I'm, I'm acknowledging it, I'm acknowledging it, but you don't really do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And there was a one day specifically that I remember, um, I was, 
in my apartment. I was the heaviest I had been. Um, and I looked in the mirror and I just started crying. I was like, I cannot do this myself anymore. I have to actually do something about it mm -hmm. and take action. And so, um, I had called my friend Taylor at the time. She was like, all right, well, like, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You have to take steps to have towards action. And so I went to, uh, there's a lifetime fitness. Mm -hmm. I grew up at lifetime fitness, um, a yeah. long time ago, whenever mm -hmm. I was younger and there was a lifetime fitness off of, um, Mockingbird. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'll just go join like a nicer gym somewhere. I want to go every day to be around. Mm -hmm. And I just got to step out of my comfort zone again. Cause I used to love fitness and then I fell out. Did you grow up like working out or in sports? Um, I danced, okay. which I, yeah. I mean, so like drill team and then I danced my in Texas sister Tech, but did too. Yeah. 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 So it's like, you kind of miss that regimen and that, that schedule and that yeah. feel, but you know, once you fall off track, it's so hard to get back on track. Why is it so hard? That's my thing. Is like, yeah. Why is it so hard to get back on track? You, you all of a sudden become comfortable with being off track because like you fell off of it so much and, you're like, and then it became your normal every day until that, until it slaps you in the face almost of like, yeah. no, I need to change. But what's funny is that you're never going to be ready for the change. You have to just decide to make the change. Like, into it. Exactly. So for instance, some of the people that come to me saying that they're ready to um, lose weight and all of that, I have to ask them some questions, make sure they're actually ready for mm -hmm. it. And you were one of the first people that the moment I got on a call with you, you're like, yep, we're freaking doing this. It's happening. And uh, which I appreciate. And I think you may, did you have a similar feeling when you yeah. were just kind of over oh, it? I was like, I, I, I had a moment. And I was like, I, I had been really comfortable with being uncomfortable in my yeah. own skin. And I knew what I used to look like. And I, I knew how I used to feel. And I was like, this is really silly. I know it's going to be hard work, but like, fuck it. I'm just gonna, I have to do something. Yeah, right. I have to do something. 100%. And and that's, that's the turning point that in everybody, if, if you haven't had one yet, you're, and you or even listening to this podcast and thinking like, shoot, like maybe I am at that point. Yeah. It's, it's just time for you to take the action. There's a book that I read, um, by, I think it was Mel Robbins was her name. It's called mm -hmm. the five second rule. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so one of the things I've been working on is, uh, trying to be a bit more decisive, uh, cause even my husband will tell you I'm not very decisive. Really? <laughs> yeah. awesome. I don't, I would not have gathered. Oh, I, I try to be decisive. So that's my, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do, but implementing this rule, but Mel Robbins has a five second rule that mm -hmm. if you think about something, for instance, let's talk about waking out of bed in the morning in order to go work out the moment your alarm goes off, give yourself five four, three, two, one, and get out of bed. Just go. And don't even let yourself even have that conversation of, oh, just five more minutes mm -hmm. or 10 more minutes. Um, just going and doing the action. So um, really, if you're at that point, taking the action similar to what you did is definitely key. So I, I did that with Lifetime and then I started getting back um, in the mix of things. It felt so uncomfortable being in the gym by myself and like, like wandering around like, um, what do I do? This up and like, what do I do with this? And <laughs> yeah. So you have to like kind of go outside of your comfort zone a bit. I started working with, um, a trainer. I also had my own, um, online coach too, which is another reason why I love doing what I'm doing right now. 
but I just got back in the swing of things and went every day, even if I, even just being there every day, seven days a week. Uh, no, I started out, it's better that to start off slow. So I think I did about three to four times a week first, just to kind of get myself in the groove. Cause I had started with not going at all anymore. Mm -hmm. And then I went three to four days a week. And then that eventually went to six days um, a week. That's of course, like a couple of years later. But another reason why I love working with women that are just like us is because I got to a fitter place, but then I was like, okay, so now I want to look into competing in fitness competitions. Right. I was going to talk, wanted to talk about yeah, that. Yeah. And so, um, I had always dreamed of competing. I'd always like seen it before, but at the time, whenever I had the extra 20 pounds and I was very uncomfortable with myself, I was yeah. like, yeah, shoot, I'm never going to get there. Like, yeah. who am I to even do that? <laughs> Nobody even at my company had done that. And I was yeah. like, what is everybody going to think? And, uh, and I decided, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to yeah. go ahead and go for it. And so once I hit a healthy weight and I was happy for at least six months, that's what my husband and I um, determined and decided. Um, then I decided that I would go ahead and compete. So he had trained me for my first competition. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So he used to be a trainer back in the day. And so he was holding me accountable. And I, I trained myself. And then he also helped train me too. He did my diet for me and everything. And um, so I signed up for a fitness competition. And I did one here in the Dallas area. And I got second place overall on my first one. It was awesome. So awesome. It was so weird. It was so different. And <laughs> um, it almost felt like dance again because you're wearing a glittery suit the spray tan you have like three layers on probably so much hairspray oh my god so makeup on you have glue on your butt like yeah. there's so Sticky many things on your nipples like everything everywhere yeah yeah you literally feel like drag queen uh -huh. it's like the best way of putting uh -huh. it yeah <laughs> just sure. feel like i'm here and i'm here for it and we're exactly. in it. <laughs> it was it was incredible but you know even more so physically it taught me so much mentally like mm. i can't emphasize enough like even just that prep stage of about two, I think it was about three or four months that I had trained. It taught me more about discipline and consistency and what I was capable of doing. Um, cause if you're ever competing, uh, you could be, if you talk to any competitors that it either went one or one of two ways for them, they either loved it and just enjoyed the process or they hated it and they'll never do it again just because it like messed with their mind a lot. Um, I thankfully loved the process because I saw what was possible from it. Mm -hmm. um, but since I got second place there, I went to a nationals competition in Vegas. Mm -hmm. um, and it was incredible. But I fired Tony um, as my <laughs> trainer because he kept telling me I couldn't have the cookies. And I said, no. And he goes, oh, can I not be your coach anymore? Because I don't want to tell you But I worked with a coach and he, um, he is the coach in the industry. And he, I was eating maybe like 13, 1400 calories, but then I was also, he did my diet. He also made me do up till the week of my competition, um, 70 minutes of cardio, like exhausted my, I remember you telling me that. And I was like, I want to take a nap. Like just listen. Like it was exhausting. <laughs> it was and like, it was, I mean, I looked incredible, but oh my God, I ate the blandest food. It was chicken, rice, maybe a little bit of green bean. You couldn't add any Pam or salt to anything. And then you had to do 70 minutes. But you guys, as busy females and ambitious women that we all are, he made me do it 40 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes at night. So I had to go to the gym twice. And I was like, I don't have time. 
I made time for it. Thank you. You were still working. I was still working and I was still busting it in my job. Um, and then I was doing this too. And again, it was an incredible experience and mentally wonderful, but I mean, I literally thought to myself, I was like, it shouldn't be like, this is such an old fashioned way of doing. You were probably lifting weights on top of that. Uh, Yeah, I was, absolutely. I was at least burning 1500 calories just in my workout. And you weren't eating more than that. I think he eventually got me down. He wasn't sending me consistent plans. He would just tell me like, reduce your almonds from 14 to eight. Like what? What the hell? Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And I even had to call him and say like, Hey, um, can I have an updated plan? Because I don't even know where the frick I'm at in terms of food. I would be like, uh, I'm about to pass out. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. And then like, I hurt myself for a little bit and he was like, yeah, just like, um, work through it and like, but you know, take it easy just a little bit, but you know, still stay on track and bland food and like, Oh God. So anyways, I did really, I did well at this competition, but afterwards I was like, there's gotta be an easier way to do this. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I haven't competed since 2018, but I was on a mission at that point to literally, um, find a way to, um, you know, still eat the foods that I loved. Right. And still obtain that for that ideal, beautiful fitness level and physique. And so, um, my show weight, I think I was at one, 129 pounds, roughly like 130 ish. Mm-hmm. And I was like micro sized and it was like, it was yeah. miserable. And, and for how, sure. tall, how tall are you? And I'm five, seven. Yeah. And so, so really, really right, lean, <laughs> really, really lean. And, um, but so for the next year or so, Tony had then proposed for, um, in like February of 2019. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. So I'm not going to compete this year, mm-hmm. but I'm going to treat our wedding like a competition. He was like, perfect. Go for it. That yeah. sounds great. And so I became on a, a mission for myself and for my clients to really help them find this balance of eating things that you want, drinking the wine, hanging out with the friends, having the happy hour, yeah. but still achieving their goals. Yeah. And um, in 2019, I fully shifted my plan to be the ambitious and fit. Method. What What was the shift point? of like deciding that you wanted to build a business. I'm trying to think timeline wise, like you were yeah. working and you, then you competed in 2018. When did you decide, you know what? I have to do this for other people. Yeah, it was. Um, so after my competition, um, and ever I was starting to do something called reverse dieting where like, just like slowly reintroducing like higher fat foods and wine and alcohol after and stuff. you were done after I was done. And that was July of 2018, Okay, about September of 2018. I started, I had all these people asking me like how I did it. And, yeah. and so, um, they were like, can I work with you? Like, um, and can you train me? Can I go with you to the gym or can you even just send me a workout plan? They're like, I'll pay you. Like people were like willing to just like throw money, me, yeah, throw money at me for that. And I, I was like, wait a second, like I'm willing to give this information for free, no problem. So I would just call them, talk them through some things, and then it came to a point where I had a client, and she goes, I I legit want you to be my coach. Tell me exact the amount of time, and I'll pay you X amount, and you'll just write me um, write me a plan. I was like. Great. Nope. And it was great. And so at that moment, I think it was September, 2018, whenever okay. it clicked and I was like, all right, 
I got to freaking do this. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was so easy. It feel it's fun for me. It doesn't feel like a job at all. It's probably, well, it's like stuff that you already know that you're good at and you know, like the back of your hands. Yeah. And then, so, um, October of 2018, I went and got my um, certification as well. Um, mm-hmm. the fitness online coaching, um, Academy, mm-hmm. and it was a great certification. I, I learned so much. And then I was like, Oh my God, I got to share this with everybody. Mm-hmm. I have to, and so my motivations are teaching people what I, what I can and what I've learned. And then also, I think, I think you agree with me on this. Mm-hmm. I don't know how boys do it. I don't know if all boys are the same, but food is fuel for boys. But like for us, it's got to freaking taste good. It's got to taste good. It's got to smell good. It's, you got to have to, I gotta have, it. you got to let me have enough of it. Like you can't just give me like two almonds right. or something yeah. like I'll throw them back in your face. 100%. Um, so literally it was, uh, another mission of mine. I was like, oh, we got to make taste like food taste good and everything like that. So, um, that was something I was implementing in my plans too. But in general, working with ambitious women is my favorite thing in the world because mm-hmm. I understand what your schedule is like. Um, and because having a, a very rigorous eight to five, you travel or you have events that you're doing, or you have happy hours, client dinners, all of the above, mm-hmm. that's what I do for a living. And so being able to see where I was able to achieve all of that, mm-hmm. and then being able to teach others how to do it too, when they're busy schedules, whether a mom, a dog mom, or they have, you know, something else that they're already doing, maybe getting an MBA or traveling all the time. Like they can be ambitious and fit, which is the whole purpose of my brand. And that was what really attracted me to, to you and to your program is I just thought about it. I was like, I don't see how I have time. I don't see how I could make something work because you know, I'm working seven to four and then I'm running this business and then we have podcasts to record <laughs> and I have calls to make and meetings to go to. And, you know, I think the, one of the first things you told me was like, you have to pull out your schedule. Yeah. Like, where do you actually have time? Yeah. I was it's there. <laughs> right. So, um, I think that one of the biggest key things is for the women that listen to this podcast who attend your events, which by the way, you are a straight boss. I love watching you. You are, you are thriving. It's incredible. I love you too. You're so great. Um, but it's one of those things where for us, we speak business, we speak priorities. We, it's, Mm -hmm. if we could do anything that is surrounded by other women or anything like that, like that's the language we speak. Mm -hmm. So therefore treat fitness like business. Yeah. Most of the time people say opposite, but for us, because we're busy, ambitious women, mm-hmm. we have to treat fitness like business for us. So therefore yeah. pull out your calendar. Number yeah. one is scheduling it. Mm-hmm. So on Sundays, when you're planning out your week, go ahead and pull out your schedule. And it takes only five minutes for you to say, okay, what days am I working out this week? Yeah. I want to do five workouts. I make Amanda send it to me. Yeah, I'm like, all right, every week, every week, mm-hmm. what days are you going to work out? She's like, great. I'm going to work Monday, Wednesday, and I have an event on Thursday. So I'm going to do Friday and Saturday. Yeah. I'm like, boom, great. Yeah. Marketing your calendar and make it a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. It's like a doctor appointment or it's like a meeting or mm-hmm. something like that. Non-negotiable. You're going to show up for yourself. Mm-hmm. So prioritizing that. Mm-hmm. And then also like making sure you prepare your meals in advance. So let's yeah. say that you have the flexibility of being able to prepare your meals 
uh, just for one hour on Sunday. P.S. Guys, if you don't own an Instapot, oh Lord, if you don't own an Instapot or an air fryer or at least a crock pot, at least a crock pot or, or just even pot. use your oven in your home or your apartment because just th- make it easy on yourself. Throw the food in there. Let it cook on its own. We're talking in 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Prep it. Put it in your fridge, take it to work with you, done. Make it easy on yourself because, A, you save money and you're meeting your goals. Big batches, bunch of rice, bunch of veggies, meat, maybe throw in some beans in there. Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. (laughs) Anything that you love, you just got to make it easy. Yeah, and do foods that you love. Like One of the things that um, Amanda and I constantly talk about is like, What's going to make you look forward to that food? Mm-hmm. What are your favorite healthy foods? And make those, add the spices, add the sauces. Mm-hmm. I mean, like in our household, I think we have more sauces than we have food in our household. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just my husband. He loves sauces. So but, well, then perfect. Like go load up on the sauces. And um, if you're going to pick a sauce, just make sure it's you know, low calorie, low sugar, but add some spice and kick to it. Yeah. Um, but if you don't have that flexibility and you travel all the time, just making healthy choices. So yeah. the, the thing that promotes lean muscle and the most in terms of food is going to be protein. So mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you have to eat meats all of the time. It's, it could be, it's funny. If you turn the label on anything, you're going to see that it includes protein because almost everything has some sort of protein amount in it. It's like what kind and how much. Exactly. Um, but if I could even give everybody, like if you're yeah. wanting to, you know, look at maybe trying something on your own for a little mm-hmm. bit, trying in, uh, you can find like a macro uh, nutrient calculator on any sort of website, but in general for your ideal weight, let's say that you weigh 150 right now and you want to go down to 130, you want to aim to have 130 grams of protein for your day, which we know has been a challenge yes. for me because I feel like I'm like, oh my gosh, that is a lot of protein. How mm-hmm. am I going to get this in? But it's like breakfast, snack, lunch, yeah, and the next snack and dinner, like loaded up. Yeah, and and what's interesting is that again, it doesn't have to come from the meats and stuff. Like if you find like a, a really good protein bar, or even like you love a certain shake. Like if you, mm-hmm. for instance. Um, I go to Berries sometimes. Yeah. And they have like their fuel bar and I just grab a quick protein shake. It literally yeah. tastes like a chocolate milkshake. It's incredible. Yeah. So, yeah. so I feel like I'm cheating. Yeah. Um, collagen powder. Collagen powder. Get like that in your coffee. Yeah. Just even a protein coffee, anything you can do just to add that protein throughout the day. A, you won't be as hungry later on. Mm-hmm. And also it promotes lean muscle mm-hmm. tissue. So it really like helps you tone out. Keeps That's you full. what I ask is like, why the protein? Like, because I always want to know the science behind things. Although yeah. science was my worst subject. So not a scientist. <laughs> like I barely need to see like that is the one subject I don't care about. Anyway. Yeah. But I always want to know like when it comes to your brain and your body, like why is it the certain things that you have to do? And so you're yeah. saying it promotes lean muscle, muscle tissue. Yes. And it basically protein feeds your muscles. So let's say you go and work out. Protein is what actually builds your muscles. So you're breaking down both, you're burning fat and you're also breaking down your muscles as you're working there out. You go. And so the protein feeds the muscles that way it promotes that lean muscle tissue and it restores it mm-hmm. and it keeps it lean and strong and gives so you that like gorgeous look. Bulky look. No, not at all. But like 
to feed the good stuff as you're yeah, losing the bad stuff. Exactly. 100%. You, it's basically keeping, keeping that nice, beautiful, lean muscle while you're still burning fat. And it all, and some of them even promote even burning fat even mm-hmm. more. So it's one of those things where getting like a good vegan protein or mm-hmm. getting a, any sort of protein that you like that's mm-hmm. low sugar, mm-hmm. I mean, then you'll be fine. Yeah. In terms of carbs and fats, yeah. um, overall, a holistic approach, carbs, I want to say for everybody, carbs are not bad. Carb, they're not bad. <laughs> they're not bad. Just in terms of a tip, though, is keep your carbs uh, around your workout. So if you're a morning workout person, have your carbs be earlier in the morning or have them be before or at lunch. If you're a night workout person, have your carbs be around your workout because that's what's going to give you energy for your workout. So it's not that the carbs are then going to break down and go into sugar and then mm-hmm. it's going to turn into fat. You know what I mean? Yep. It's using that energy Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, and then fats, mm-hmm. there are good fats and there are bad fats. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about all the, fats. Uh, all the, all the fats. Um, if you are a spoon in the jar, peanut butter jar person, I get you and I feel you because <laughs> it's my favorite ever. Um, but nut butters are really good. Avocados, just any sort of like healthy, just even nuts, nuts in general, like a cashew or like almond or something like that, Mm -hmm. or even the oils that you cook with. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you get healthy fats from coconut oil, avocado oil, oil, anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, even extra virgin olive oil. Mm -hmm. So getting your healthy fats, but again, it helps you feel fuller longer. Mm -hmm. Um, so sometimes if you're like really low fat in your diet Mm -hmm. and you feel hungry all the time, it might be because you're not getting enough fats. I think Zach and I talk about this all the time. I feel like in the 60s or something, mm-hmm. there was this huge trend fad that came out of, like, all of this low-fat oh, stuff. Yeah. And it was still full of sugar. Yeah. And people... I think we're smarter about sugar now because it's 2020, people. But, <laughs> but all this low-fat stuff started coming out. But they were replacing it with other, like, either chemicals or just yeah. sugar. Mm-hmm. And low-fat doesn't mean great. No, absolutely not. not. Yeah, absolutely. And I would just say that it's the kind carbs of- aren't bad. Yeah, it's the kinds. Mm-hmm. So carbs aren't bad. Fats aren't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just looking for the right ones. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, like, good complex carbs would be, would be a brown rice, white rice, sweet potatoes, oatmeal, mm-hmm. any of those that you can easily flavor it up with sugar-free anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then like the good fats we already touched on. Yeah. So the one thing that you want to watch out for is sugar. Mm-hmm. So sometimes like protein bars love to hide that they have like 22 grams of sugar. Like Cliff bars? Like Cliff bars. Oh Yikes. my gosh. Or, um, I mean, date bars are a little different because it's an actual like date. Rx bars. Rx bars and yeah. stuff like that. And those aren't necessarily bad, but you want to eat those around your workout because, yeah. again, you want to, like, use the sugar and yeah. use the carbs and the energy. But Laura bars are usually pretty decent. Yeah, they're pretty good. But yeah. there's also, depending on how you have to it, sometimes there's not as much protein as you are thinking, and they're usually not a protein bar. It's more of, like, a snack. Bar. Yeah. If you're ever reading a label or anything like that, that's one of the things that um, I've been asked to like provide some light on is look and see how much protein's on the back. Yeah. Also look to see how many carbs there are. If um, if you are looking at the carbs and you minus the dietary fiber, that's the net carbs. Yep. So like for instance, if it's 20 grams of carbs minus dietary fiber of 11, 
then it's nine. Then it's nine net carbs and then good amount of fat. Then it's perfectly fine. Just make sure the sugar is like at least 12 and under minimal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's so, it's like, you know, I think the thing that I've learned in the past, like six weeks or whatever with you is there is good food out there that is going to make me feel good, feel full, feel like I had a treat, feel like I had whatever, and still be good for me. Yeah. But also, you come from a very, like, you you preach an 80-20 approach. Yes. So maybe talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so the rule that she's talking about is called the 80-20 sustainability rule. So 80% of the time you're eating healthy foods, you're staying on the mark, you're staying on your plan, mm-hmm. you're sticking with the healthy stuff. And then 20% of the time, slash your week, you are living a little. You're mm-hmm. drinking the wine. You're mm-hmm. having the taco. If you're a taco person, yes. you are um, indulging in the, the dessert or you're mm-hmm. going out for someone's birthday and you're enjoying the night. You're not restricting yourself. And it's basically good things in moderation, right? So 80% of the time, more than likely, that's going to be more tor- during your work week. But it's just determining, okay. When you go to a meal, is this my 80 or is this my 20? Yeah. And then when your 20 is up, you're done. Mm -hmm. So basically, I would say like the 20 is like if you divide the amount of meals that you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's maybe like you could have 20%, which is like four meals per week that you could just live a little. And I definitely have done that. (laughs) So (laughs) the first times we were talking about it, I was like, okay, there's seven days in a week. And I'm sorry. What's twenty percent of seven days? Well, no. How many meals are there? And I was like, ooh, <laughs> I got some <laughs> like evil fingers. Um, but and and two, I think this has helped me a lot working with you. Is like okay around Valentine's Day, I knew we were gonna go out yeah. and go to like a steakhouse and you know have dessert and like we were not gonna skip any of the good stuff. So no. I knew the the days before. I'm eating my prepped meals. I'm not going out to eat. I'm not going through the drive-thru. And, you know, I'm just, like, drinking all my water and all of that stuff. Um, So being able to plan. Yeah, just planning ahead. So just like we talked about for scheduling your workouts, Mm -hmm. scheduling what days you're going to indulge. If you have your best friend's birthday on that Saturday night, you know that's going to be a night you're going to do a 20%. Yeah, eat some cake. Yeah. Have a piece of pizza, whatever. Exactly. But then throughout the rest of the week, have your 80%. And then if something comes up, you can give to that 20%. Yeah. If you have friends come over for a bachelor night and mm-hmm. you are, you know, drinking the wine, that's one of your 20% nights. Yeah. It's just planning ahead from and making that decision. Yeah, for sure. I feel like there's so many things we can talk about. <laughs> there's so, so many things. Okay. So you are coming out with a podcast. I am. And maybe we can... Have this come out around the time that you launch. Yes. I think that would be awesome. I think that would So too. tell us about what your goal with the podcast is. And then, like, tell us about your nine-week program and, like, the stuff that you offer. Yeah. So um, I am launching a podcast. I'm joining the podcast game. Uh, I mean, Amanda has been a dream be- to be able to, like, watch how she has grown her podcast and her events and everything. And I honestly, I've thought about doing a podcast for a very long time. I just never actually jumped into it. Yeah. I was always scared of the tech involved (laughs) or the putting things together. Um, But I'll be launching a podcast at the end of March of this year. 
and it's going to be called the Ambitious and Fit Podcast. Everything is in motion. I'm working with my producer. His name is Carl. He lives in Atlanta. He's so sweet. Um, but um, so we're working together, and the overall goal is to really help women give provide the tools to help them master their career, yeah. their fitness and just their overall lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and so it's fitness and female empowerment focused. And love it. yeah, I just want to be able to provide all the tips, share everything that I know. And then also for those who might just need to pick me up or a girlfriend that just needs to tell them to get up off their ass and take action. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be that person too. So that's you the motivation. Are. You are. Yeah. And then tell us about your program and like what you offer. Yeah. So, um, I have my nine week ambitious and fit program. And so mm-hmm. there's two different types. So there's the full nine week program. So that includes workouts and includes full accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also includes custom nutrition. So everything is custom to the individual. Yes. So, um, I have a, yeah. <laughs> so Amanda knows. Um, and, um, so the first one, so the full program, the full everything, mm-hmm. um, it does include those for the accountability. It does include a weekly check-in mm-hmm. and it also, so that's like a, a text message or a phone call and progress pictures, just to make sure that you are feeling and you're seeing the changes as much as I am. Mm-hmm. And then everything else is custom to you from there. Mm-hmm. And then the other program is a nutrition and accountability only. Mm-hmm. So that program is strictly, it's still nine weeks, but it only of course includes the nutrition and the accountability. Mm-hmm. The accountability also includes um, text messages. And so 24 seven access to me asking any questions like via text or anything comes up, I can make adjustments so, along the way. It sounds small, but it's so not. <laughs> yeah. It's so helpful. And you, I mean, think about it. you have, you're like, oh, I'm having the worst day mm-hmm. and I want to eat a whole bag of M&Ms yep. and like whatever. And so you, who are you going to talk to? Yeah. Not who else cares, but you. True. That's actually very true. Honestly. And it's funny, even the girls um, that they're not used to working out in the morning mm-hmm. and then they text me like, I do not want to get out of Michelle. I'm like, get up off your ass. You're going to the gym. Don't even think twice about it. Yeah, no. you can do it. You can do yeah. it and you'll be fine. And then they send me a picture of their feet while they're at the gym and they're like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm <laughs> exactly. I'm here. Or even, um, even the ones that just have tougher days, just mm-hmm. like what you were saying, like they maybe they indulged in like a Wendy's frosty or something like that. That was one of the ones that um, I had even just this past week and she just got so down on herself. She was being so tough. And I was like, Hey, quit, let it go. Acknowledge it. It's what we do moving forward. So just acknowledge it. It happened. And really just having that hand to hold. And then the last part is if you're traveling or have anything going on and you're like, I don't know what to eat at this restaurant. Uh, my girls text me. They send me a screenshot of the, uh, they take a picture of the menu and they send it to me. And I'm like, great, you're going to eat this, this, or this pick. And they're mm-hmm. like, okay. And yeah. we're done. Um, so the two programs, one includes workouts. The other one is just nutrition only um, with the accountability. And mm-hmm. that's mainly towards the the girl that um, has a class pass or has workout classes or does that all yep. the time. Um, and then the one that includes the workouts um, is just fully inclusive where they can do the workouts at their apartment gym, yeah. at their home, or at a gym. Yeah, it makes so much sense. And I think, you know, I was talking to, um, on a different episode that we that we had Dr. Smith on, she's a gynecologist, but also started this women's practice. And she was like, women put our, we put ourselves last on the list. Oh, 100%. To invest in 
whether it's with time or money or resources or whatever Mm -hmm. to take care of ourselves. And you are serving a very specific type of person. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad that I found you. And I'm, I really am. You're like one of my favorite people now. But yeah, I love working with, with women like you and that are so driven. And it's really important that we put ourselves first to show up as our best selves for others. Because when you put yourself on the back burner and you're helping, you're helping your husband, you're helping your work or you're helping Mm -hmm. your friends. And then all of a sudden you're like, what about me? Mm -hmm. You're not showing up as your best self because you're not putting yourself first in those moments. So fitness completely changes the game and it completely changed my life. I would say fitness made me level up in terms mentally, discipline, consistency, physically, I became an overall much better person. Mm -hmm. And that even led to monetary success at my job Mm. that led to promotions that led to me starting my own business that led to me starting my new podcast here in the next couple months. So, you know, it it was a catalyst and I highly encourage anybody that is just maybe on the edge of doing it to really, to really just dive in headfirst. And if you need an accountability partner, whether it's your best friend, your spouse, or your maybe your significant other, your boyfriend, or a group of friends going to a class, or even an online coach like me, just have somebody hold you accountable because Mm -hmm. you can't always do it by yourself. You need someone else that kicks your butt in gear and goes for it. Well, it's hard for us to ask help. And there's no excuse when you see all the resources around you and Mm -hmm. every person that could possibly help you Mm -hmm. and you're not asking for help. So then, then it's on you sister, but, um, okay. So where can we find you on the internet? Yes, of course. Um, so I'm launching, um, I'm doing a refresh on my website. So that's, that's going to be up here in the next couple of months here. So that will be Michelle Elizabeth with an S.com. But um, jump over to my Insta in the meantime. So that's Michelle Elizabeth Fit. Um, Elizabeth has uh, an S. It's the English way of spelling it. So I like to think I'm fancy, but it's my mom's name, so I'm not. <laughs> I love it. Michelle Elizabeth Fit. Come on, pop over, you guys. I'm sharing tips in terms of how to read labels, workouts. Um, I'm giving you that accountability, some motivational quotes, and then um, doing some mini trainings as well. Yeah, I love it. Michelle, this was awesome. Was so I good. love you. Um, thank you guys for listening. Go check out Michelle's podcast. Woo! It's going to be amazing. And follow her on social media. And thanks for being on the Girl Gang podcast. I love you. Thank you for having me. Bye, guys. Hey, guys. Hope you loved the episode. If so, and you want to share it with your friends, take a screenshot, post, and tag me on Instagram, Michelle Elizabeth Fit. I love knowing which episodes are your favorite. Oh, and if you have a minute, head over to iTunes real quick and leave me a review letting me know which episodes you loved and what you want to hear more of. It would mean the world to me. Love you guys and catch you in the next episode.